Welcome to Unlearning. I'm Roxy and I'm from the Philippines. Join Erica and I as we discuss how to unlearn toxic and self-limiting beliefs, how we free ourselves from the opinions of others and go for what we really want. Each week we discuss issues that we've gone through or that our guests have gone through in the context of an Asian society. So happy to have you here. Tag us at Unlearning With Us if you enjoy this episode. Hey Unlearning, it's been a while and I hope you guys have been doing well this entire time. Um, and the reason why I haven't recorded a podcast in a while is because I've also been going through a really difficult time um, in the last couple of months. So I wanted to talk today actually about the four things that I've learned in this difficult time. So I guess I can also start by, yeah, talking about what happened. Um, I lost two people who were really close to me in the span of three weeks. So it was really difficult for me and my family. Um, and at the same time, I am also pregnant. I am eight months pregnant right now. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, obviously that's good news and it's, we're really excited. Um, but it's just been, I think, a whole journey of mixed emotions and, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm still going through the the motions of it all. Um but through this entire process I also had a lot of time to think, to reflect and yeah, to um really I guess prioritize and learn what was important to me as well. Um, so yeah, without further ado, <laughs> we can talk about, um, the things that I've learned and I hope that this also helps someone who might be going through something similar or if not the same situation, at least something that, at least someone who's also going through a difficult time. Um, so... Yeah, the first thing I learned was that it takes so much work to unlearn being hard on yourself and that you need to be productive all the time. So I think it was way easier for me to keep myself busy and distract myself versus be alone with my thoughts and give myself time to recover and rest. Um, so I mean, when you look on social media and at people's lives in general, um, there's a lot of pressure to be productive, to work hard, be fit, <laughs> take care of your mental health. Like there's just so much things you need to be on top of. And sometimes it can be really overwhelming. So during the times that I wasn't productive, or wasn't doing anything useful, 
I started to feel guilty. And I would also tell myself that I could be doing something else more useful or I need to push myself to also get back on my feet. Um, I need to move on from the from what happened. And yeah, honestly, it was really tough to do that. I j sometimes I just didn't have any uh, mental capacity and I stared into space a lot as well. Um, but even if I knew that I should be giving myself a break, yeah, I found myself feeling bad and guilty um, for having Alessio do all the chores at home, for also not being able to contribute to my team at work, um, for feeling extremely lonely and sad, but at the same time, I knew I didn't really want to speak to anyone. So there were so many like conflicting feelings and it was hard, I think, to not feel guilty, not feel like I needed to move on ASAP um, and be all right with my limbo. <laughs> um, yeah, and in those moments, it... I just kept repeating to myself with the help of Alessio, this is normal, you need this, you can't do more right now. And it was really a constant battle against the voice that was telling me I needed to move forward and move on um, versus the voice that was telling me, yeah, it's okay, you can take a rest. Um, you can chill. This is all you can do right now. So those were like the two voices that were playing in my head. And it was just, I think, a lot of work to give myself the patience and sympathy I needed at the moment. Um, and I think a lesson for me was, was that even though it might have been easier to also try and be super busy and distract myself. That, that just means I'm not dealing with the situation. Um, so it is just as important to slow down and be with my thoughts in silence and face my insecurities and grief. Um, and there is nothing unproductive about that. So I think, I mean, I know this lesson. I also know that this makes sense but like I said I still have those two voices that are fighting within my <laughs> my head um, and I think that that's also very normal um, so the second thing that might help you if you're going through a difficult time um, which is kind of something that I noticed for myself as well is that resisting things that are out of your control will often stress you out even more <laughs> and make you more anxious. So before I got pregnant, I was working out six times a week, traveling once or twice a month, cooking a lot of food. I was super active, like had a lot of hobbies and activities throughout the week. Um, had a lot of projects. And then I got pregnant and found myself 
napping for three hours a day, not having any energy to try new things or meet new people. Like I had to drag myself to bake cookies. And then when I finally baked cookies, I forgot the flour, I forgot the sugar. So it was pretty much dough, um, like rocky dough. <laughs> and I remember just overall not feeling like myself because I'm usually like a very, yeah, engaged, active, excited person. And things that excited me no longer seemed to interest me. And I was just so frustrated with this new version of me. Like, um, it wasn't familiar. It wasn't who I was. And I, yeah, was the super active, motivated person turned sleepy, pregnant person. Um, so I spent so much time like trying to figure out why am I so demotivated? Um, how can I bounce back into the person that I am? Um, how can I feel my, like I am myself again? And yeah, so I resisted that version of myself quite a lot, I would say. And um, I really tried to see and analyze what was going on. And then I spoke with my therapist and she told me that Pregnancy is a completely new experience, and with any new experience, uh, it, with any new experience in life, like I could also try to keep an open mind and not have any expectations, um, for the simple reason that I was never pregnant before. So it also was unfair for me to assume how it was going to be like, and that I was going to be the same person, that I would have the same energy. Um, which made so much sense. Like the moment I realized that I was also not welcoming the experience, that I was kind of grieving that past version of myself and grieving that I was becoming a different person. Um, it helped, yeah, it helped me compartmentalize the fact that um, this is change and I need to welcome it instead of resist it and the moment that that kind of snapped in my head I was able to enjoy it a lot more and um, accept that I wasn't capable of yeah doing everything that I was capable of when I wasn't pregnant um, I also noticed that I associated, I associated my self-esteem a lot with my productive identity. And when I was forced to slow down, my self-esteem suffered as well because I was no longer this super engaged, super active person. Um, and the moment that I shifted into accepting and welcoming that experience, I felt so much better about myself, um, forgave myself forgave myself as well for um, being a different person, having a different mood. And I think with any change that might come into your life, like a breakup or how the pandemic um, has interrupted and changed our lives, it might also help to think about the moments that you're grateful for 
like how the pandemic was able to enrich your life or how the breakup was able to enrich your life instead of completely like mulling over and analyzing and resisting and thinking like maybe this shouldn't be the case maybe we should get back together etc um which of course is natural like you'll go through the motions of thinking about it but yeah i think it was a lot more stressful to resist what was out of my control <laughs> um and the third thing was to give myself permission to choose sanity over logic so i think it was important for me to also do things that didn't make sense um and after um what happened to my family i really wanted to fly home to be with them um but I was, yeah, around seven months pregnant. And doctors were also telling me, you're pregnant, it's more dangerous because of COVID. Um, and I, at that point, I was also unvaccinated. Um, my parents were also afraid of me flying back. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it didn't really make sense for me to go back to the Philippines. Um especially because I was so far along and um, it was not the most risk-averse decision but I was also having a really really hard time because um, I was alone and I knew that being home would yeah help me a lot and that it would mean a lot for me to see <laughs> my my family as well so at the end of the day i chose the insane decision <laughs> over logic and took the risk um so i went home to see my family even though <laughs> i was pregnant um but i took every precaution and at the in the end it went well um there yeah like i said a lot of people were giving me different pieces of advice but at the end of the day I think I needed to also listen um, to myself and choose the decision that would make me happy that doesn't necessarily make sense but would make me happy and of course I don't recommend taking thoughtless risks <laughs> but I guess the point of this was to also allow yourself to address and listen to your emotional needs, even when it doesn't make sense. Um, sometimes you really just need to listen to yourself and listen to what you need. Um, and the fourth one is something that I also realized. I don't think you can get over your issues. Um, but that's more about learning how to manage your issues. So, um, <laughs> I've had this discussion with several people and the question was like, what is, what are you worried about passing on to your child? Cause you know, uh, your behavior will for sure be passed on as well. And 
I know that I am hard on myself and I wouldn't want my child to experience that because, you know, I would much rather that my child would be happy. But um, whenever I'm performing less than my expectations, I still tend to tell myself that I should be doing more. And even when I'm fully aware that it's completely acceptable to rest and to do less, I still feel somehow that I need to push myself to do my best. Um, when I'd also ask or have breakups in the past, I'd ask myself, what could I have done better? Why am I not enough? And eventually I'd realize that it wasn't about anything that I was missing per se, and that the relationships just didn't work out, but it was still my initial tendency to self-criticize and question my worth. Um, and even now, when I was having a hard time during the death of um, the two people, I'd also feel really bad that I couldn't help out as much around the house. Um, felt like I wasn't doing enough. So my tendency when I go through tragedy is to question why I'm not doing enough and think that I also need to do more. Um, so yeah, I've even though I've learned that lesson in the past and even though I know that I am enough, it still surfaces in different issues, in different contexts, and I don't think it'll ever go away, really. I think I will always want to be better, want to push myself to be more. Um, and yeah, I think we can grow and we can learn, but I've just seen it manifest over and over again. Um, so I think it would also give me a lot more peace to accept that this is how I am and this is how I'm always going to be. And I just need to know how to manage and normalize that instead of be afraid that I am passing this tendency on to someone else. Because a lot of good things, great things have come out of this personality of mine. <laughs> um, and again, like rather than resisting that that is my tendency and questioning why I'm a certain way, why can't I be more content? Why can't I be happier? It is a lot more self-loving and forgiving to accept, manage, and appreciate those tendencies instead. So yeah, I guess when you're, if you're, if there's something you don't like about yourself, instead of trying to get over it, um, maybe it's just about appreciating that side of you. Thank you so much for listening to these lessons. I hope that if you are also going through something difficult, that this might be able to help. Um, and yeah, see you guys really soon. Hey there! 
listener, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. If you made it this far, you probably enjoyed it. So we hope you can click the subscribe button on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen and leave a rating and review right now. Yes, right now. Doing this helps us reach more people and help them unlearn their limiting beliefs. Make sure you also tag us at Unlearning With Us on social media so that we can see your feelings, validate you even though you don't need some validation, and pat you on the back for chasing that self-growth. Thanks, guys!